When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So I stumbled upon an interesting story the other day. You guys already know what it's about. You saw the title of this video, but it's about a Russian warship, the Dmitry Donskoy, that was sunk a hundred or scuttled, sunk 113 years ago during the Russo-Japanese War of 1904-1905. And it was found off the coast of South Korea by some you know, divers, researchers, whatever. They had a submersible. And, and apparently they, they've confirmed that it's the right ship. Now, what makes this interesting is that this ship reportedly was carrying a lot of gold when it was sunk. A lot of gold. And I kind of want to talk about some of that and some of the implications of, of, you know, this is a fair amount of gold that was on board reportedly. You know, according to a lot of different media sources, um, Kitco in particular right here, $130 billion worth of gold that was split up between a bunch of gold bars as well as gold coins. Now, that gold will be split up by this, this company that founded apparently. Um, 10% is going to be invested in tourism projects. Um, some's going to obviously go to, to the company. Um, but half of it reportedly will be handed over to the Russian government. So 100 tons of gold going to the Russian government. Let's put that in perspective. But first, uh, there's a bit of a discrepancy here. The, a lot of the reports are that this is $130 billion, 100, 150, 180, whatever, billion dollars worth of gold. So if we operate in the $130 billion worth of gold, um, that's worth a lot. But actually, if you actually check how much, you know, per ounce, if you take, you know, for one metric ton, you know, slightly over 32,000 troy ounces in a metric ton, you multiply that by the price of gold and you multiply that by... 200, you come up with a number closer to like 8 billion, which is a lot of money, but it's not 130 billion. So I don't know where the discrepancy comes in, into play there. 8 billion versus $130 billion worth of gold. Obviously, the, a lot of these are going to be gold coins, which might have some numismatic value. Uh, but even then, you know, it's that's quite a bit of a markup. Um, I don't know. Time will tell. But, but I think the 200 tons might be a little bit better uh, of a, uh, a little bit more accurate than the actual dollar amount. Half of that is going to be going to the Russian government. Of course, there's also some uh, dispute here over whether or not the ship was actually carrying gold when it sunk. You know, some experts are saying, you know, why would a warship be carrying such a valuable cargo? Um, you know, I'll be honest, I'm not super familiar with the Russo-Japanese War and, and the tactics used. You know, on one hand, you have a warship that is potentially more prepared, potentially could be faster than a, a transport ship, some sort of cargo ship, civilian cargo ship or something like that. Um, and and who knows, maybe the Japanese back then were just sinking and you know, any any ship they came across, civilian or military. Um, and you know, it sounds kind of like a Russian thing to do. Like if they need to carry a lot of gold, they're going to carry it on one of their warships and not some, some, I don't know, maybe not, but, but, um, I don't know. So we don't know if it's there or not, but a hundred tons of gold going to the Russian government. If we operate on that statistic of 200 tons being found, 
again, like 130 billion or $8 billion worth of gold or whatever. That's kind of a num number that we, we need to put in perspective, okay? So $8 billion total, $4 billion in if we're talking on, on a per ounce basis, $4 billion worth of gold going to the Russian government, about 100 tons, okay? Now, 100 tons is, you know, put that in perspective, in 2017, the total global gold production between mining production and scrap was right around 4,400 tons, okay? So this, this 100 tons is, you know, it represents, you know, a very small, maybe a little over 2% of the, the total global supply on a, on a yearly basis in terms of mining production and scrap. Um, about 3,200, a little over 3,200 of that was mining production. So uh, around 3% of, of global uh, mining production. Still, that's quite a bit to be concentrated head into one government. Um, another thing that we have to look at here is Russia is notorious for, well, stacking a lot of gold. They have a lot of, of gold in their gold reserves that they've been slowly accumulating, whereas a lot of other countries, U.S. or Germany or whatever, you know, maybe not as quite as much. Germany's repatriating their gold. Who knows what's going on with U.S.'s gold? But, you know, of, of the big, I guess, public stackers of gold when it comes to governments and central banks, you have Russia, you have, uh, I think it's Kyrgyzstan that is, um, I'll have to check here, Kyrgyzstan that is uh, stacking a lot of gold. I can't remember if it's Kyrgyzstan or, or Kazakhstan. Um, and then you have China, which, you know, according to their official numbers, their PBLC numbers, maybe not a ton, but if you look at their, um, you know, how much gold they mine and how much they import. Um, there's a ton of gold, you know, heading somewhere in their company, in their country. I'll have to check that exactly if it's Kyrgyzstan or if it's Kazakhstan. Um, either way, though, uh, Russia currently, and this is courtesy of Smell Gold, um, as of May 2018, Russian central bank gold reserves were nearly 2,000 tons, so 928.416 tons in the month of May. So, and to put this in perspective, if they actually get 100 tons worth and it goes directly to their central bank or their government, which I don't know where else it would go from this, this sinking of this ship, um, basically that's a 5% increase. Again, to put this in perspective, um, let's see here. Uh, if you have about eight, um, if you have 100 tons times... Sorry, I'm doing some math here. Um, if you have 100 tons of, of gold heading to the Russian government, uh, that, that would equate to, let's see here, doing math for you guys here, roughly 3 million, 3.2 million ounces, troy ounces, um, heading to the Russian government. Uh, again, to put that in perspective, in the month of May, Russia added about 600,000 ounces of gold. So it's it's a lot, a 5% bump up in the in the amount of gold. Again, in 2017 they added and this was a record for them 224 tons of gold to their reserves in the year 2017. Um, so this is almost half of that just here from this one ship. Um, so this is I think pretty significant. Um, I just said it was kind of an interesting story to share with you guys. Uh, is this going to change a whole lot for for Russia and their gold reserves? Probably not you know, an additional $4 billion worth of gold. Right now, their gold reserves, according to Smell Gold, this is June 20th, so prices have come down a bit since then, but a little over $80 billion 
So again, about a 5% rise, um, if, we, if we're going off another 4 billion added to that. Um, so that's, it's, it's interesting. Um, it'll be interesting how much gold is actually found there. Is it 200 tons? Is it 120 tons? Um, and, and does actually half of it go to the Russian government or, you know, is, I don't know. It's hard to say, you know, when you have these, these, these types of, of shipwrecks and then they're found, you know, a lot of countries will claim, you know, this was ours all along. Um, but you know, at what point does it stop? <laughs> I don't know. What, at what point is it no longer a country's possession? You know, in this case, maybe it's close enough to, to South Korea's coast where it would have been not totally correct for, for Russia to be looking for it. Um, but but you know, if you find one off, you know, in the middle of the Pacific or the middle of the Atlantic and, and immediately you have, have Spain or something claiming, hey, this was our this was our treasure from, from our boat that sunk coming back from from the Americas in, you know, the 1600s or 1500s or whatever. Um, do they still have a claim over that? You know, at what point is it kind of just negligence on their behalf or, or laziness on not looking for it? And then, you know, Somebody else spends their money. Oftentimes, these are entrepreneurs or companies that look for these, these, uh, these wrecks. They find it, and immediately these countries claim, "Well, it's it's ours." Well, in this case, it looks like either an agreement was made beforehand, or this country's or this this company's basically saying, "We'll just send half of it to Russia's way." Right? Do they need eight billion or or four billion or whatever to themselves? Um, I'm sure they would like it, but but you know, if nothing else, I think sending it half half of it to Russians. To, to Russia's way is we'll maybe um, keep them at bay uh, demanding all of it but it'll be interesting to see this that's quite a bit of gold you know again on, on a on a global scale if you're comparing it to to almost 4,000 over 4,000 tons uh, created in you know supply coming on the market each year um, that's not a ton but well it's a lot of tons but it's a you know a small percentage of that but um you know, this probably will go directly to, to the Russian central bank, I would imagine. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.